Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So numskull.co.uk, yeah, them, they take games and movies you love and turn them into epic garments. Uh, they've hooked up with How to Kill an Hour to give away some of their new range from Tom Clancy's The Division game. That's it. We're giving you a chance to win. A Division console skin for your Xbox or PS4. A Division mug, so you can sort of like uh, drink tea, like you were in the middle of some serious city conflict for you to uh, sip your tea or coffee or juice. Uh, and a Division t-shirt to cover the top half of your body. Yeah, that's right. Uh, to be with a chance of winning all of that, all you have to do is go to howtokillinhour.com slash win. That's howtokillinhour.com slash win. Are you serious? This is How To Kill An Hour. I'm Marcus Bronzy. And I am Funk Butcher. It's me again. It's me again. Uh, there are many ways to kill an hour out there, but uh, right now you're killing one with us. Big shout out to all those listening via the Apple Podcast app and Acast. Big shout out to Spinny T, Danny Darko and Joe Hinley. Yeah, that's right. Uh, also to uh, Sheepod and regular listeners, Curious George, who is happy to see us back and even promoted our, promoted our latest episode on Twitter. Just for, thank you very much. I appreciate the promotion. Guess who's back. Yeah, back. Back again. again. <laughs> if you'd like a shout out on the next episode, please make sure you subscribe, rate and comment on iTunes and we'll read out the best ones. Uh, if you want to know how to rate or comment, well, simple. We put a link in the description saying click this. To, to rate and comment so you do it's that it's that easy it's that easy shout out to those that um that were that, that somebody actually said to me one of my mates was like have you explained that, that you and Funk aren't in the same room together when you lot do episodes together and I, and I was like I didn't want to disrespect you as a listener by having to explain <laughs> something that's that obvious but Funk you're not you're not next to me are you no if you were I'm actually in it in another dimension he's in another dimension yeah he's, he's in earth too if you watch the flash but um like yeah what how what kind of mate would i be if i gave you a microphone that made it sound like you were on the end of facetime uh coming up in today's show i'm going to be talking about dying i promise that it's not going to be that morbid um uh, some sick apps that i've been playing which makes me feel like i'm in a film well, what else we got funk we're going to be talking about apple fbi and privacy yeah, that's right. And um, why you should never, ever trust a robot in your life. Never, Skynet. ever, 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 never, ever, ever. Skynet's real. And also some crazy um, cosmetics. <laughs> that's all I can say. <laughs> I can't believe that. Something that I really didn't think exists. In fact, I'm going to have to... I don't, I'm not, I, I don't know. I, we, listen. You'll find out. It's coming up. Um, anyway, time for the killer bits, man. I've got a few for you, Funk, this week. Uh, yeah, okay. How we kill a bit of time. I've been messing around with these Turtle Beach headphones that I got a little while ago. 
Okay. If I'm honest. Um, are they nice? You know what? Yeah, they're called Recon 60p. Like Turtle Beach do loads of headphones, but the, the model I'm talking about are the Recon yeah. 60p. I'm not getting paid anything to say this, okay. by the way. I just, I like these. Um, I like them so yeah. much. Doing it all for the love. Yeah, yeah. The sound's good on them. And the microphone's good on them. So when I'm talking to people in parties on PS4 mm. playing games, they can hear me <sighs> nice and clear. And if I'm honest, the headphones sound lovely. And I think they're like only like 50 or 60 quid if you want to get your hands on them. So yeah, the Turtle Beach Recon mm. 60Bs. I like them so much. I want to see if I can get a pair to give away to you. And you know what? I might even in the future, Funk, I'm going to record an episode wearing these headphones. I'm not even joking. Maybe next Yeah, week. That, that would be a good trial run. You can actually see how good they are in the field. Yeah, in the field. Especially for all of those that are playing games like Division as well, boy. There's yeah. a lot of in the field behaviour. Actually, yeah, before, my, before I go on with my killer bits, bruv, I've been seeing videos about The Division, you know. Um, okay. It's this new game out, Tom Clancy, and like, like, the story behind it is there's like crews of people in sort of, it's like post-apocalyptic, isn't it? That's the setting. Like the world's yeah. torn apart and there's like, you know, yeah. basically teams of people shooting each other up. But okay, I don't know what it is about the dynamics of some of these war games that make people behave like they're in an actual war. There's this clip that I've seen online. Um, we'll put a link up on A+ <laughs> if you're listening. And there's a guy that rolls up with three people. And it's so stereotypically like an American film. He rolls up on these three people and they're just speaking a, a different language to him totally. Yeah, shouting at him saying, well, should we fuck him up? Should we kill him? But he obviously speaks the language. He goes, I dare you to kill me. I dare you to even take one shot at me. If you shoot me. I'll kill you all. And they're like, talk for so what, is this some sort of, is this some sort of online sketch or? This is an online, this is actually a game, bro. This is a live game. Somebody's recorded like with Twitch or something. Oh, I see. Okay. 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 And he's just going like, um, if you take one, if you like, if you shoot me once, I will kill all of you. And they're like saying in, in their own language, so they think he doesn't speak uh, their language. And he's like going, they're like going, yeah, should we just go on and shoot him? You shoot him first. No, you shoot him. He goes, if you shoot me once, I will kill all of you. One of them like <laughs> shoots him with a pistol and he like, proceeds to assassinate all of them one by one and then he like watches because it's like you know like what new what like new age games are like people don't just die and fall over and disappear they, he like no. shoots their characters in their legs and arms and they like crawl away slowly he's like looking at them as they die saying see it's actually getting scary because it's so realistic the yeah. way the the actual um cinematography is in a lot of these games you think to yourself damn like the the the, the lines between reality and these games is getting real blurred yeah man like there's even a guy um that's managed to hook up gta with vr so you can wear a vr like an oculus rift and run around and play uh -huh. gta but it's, yeah. it's quite basic but he says when he plays it running around and shooting people in gta isn't as fun he finds it kind of scary because it's a bit too real does that make sense? Mm, yeah, yeah. I can believe that. Because, like, imagine, like, you know, running around, being in an immersive world that's HD. You're, it's, it's too real for some people. So, I don't know. Hmm. Maybe maybe that would Mine's change. a bit of, um, what's it called? Getting closer to that age of um, Total Recall. So, I feel, I feel, I feel like we're going to be there in the, probably in the next 10, 15 years of putting on some sort of, of helmet and transporting yourself into a world which is... The, the lines between reality and, and, and that, that actual world are completely dis destroyed. You wouldn't be able to tell. So you mean like a world it's a bit where, like, people, where, where maybe the world that they're in, the virtual world, might even be better than the real world to them? Well, here's the thing. I thought to myself when I, when I walked out of Matrix, how do I know where I'm in that is the real world? You don't know. How do I know that, like the, the storyline of the Matrix, anyone hasn't seen it, here's a spoiler, <laughs> that the, <laughs> the, the robots actually have, have destroyed the whole world and AI is controlling things. So you've got this scenario where 
but the AI is so sophisticated that you actually don't know what reality you're in, the computer's reality or the actual reality. So, I mean, I've seen some of the, the graphics on um, uh, Metal Gear Solid and some of the facial features and the expression of it is of damn. Damn, we're, we're, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Even with the new FIFA 16 and some of the characters' faces, they actually look like the football players. Yeah. I mean, what is FIFA 22 going to look like? Crazy. 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 I mean, I'm more at games like FIFA like that. I think they're just going to be more fun. They're just going to make it more immersive. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like, things like, I don't know, I don't want to sound preachy, but mad violent games or mad spooky yeah. games. I yeah. don't know, you know, I don't know if I can take it. And also, right, you got me thinking, there's a guy that's... um. Shout out to all my real serious games out there. There's actually a game out there that they that they're creating that's like um. Let me find, actually, let me find the link for it, bro. Because I was on what's a serious game. gamer? I feel I feel left out. I feel that was a I feel that was some shade. Shout out to your <laughs> shout out to all the, to the your... real proper gamers out there. The oak yeah the real gamers. There's a new oh my gosh. Um, let me, the ones that go E3, they've got all the paraphernalia, they've got their actual game chair in their living room as well. That's the one that's fully padded out. Yeah, yeah, for that, yeah. For that, for maximum comfort for the tush. With, yeah, with, when you're playing with it. speakers in it as well. That's it, No Man's Sky. <laughs> so there's this game called No Man's Sky that's come out, yeah. coming out in June. And basically, the, the game is the size of a universe, they're saying. There's like millions of planets in it i'm not joking you fly what? yeah and it's got me yeah 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 but it's got me thinking if they can create a computer game with millions of planets and millions of life forms on it and they make it more and more con- conscious and they like start to behave like you know beings of consciousness what this is weird yeah when I, you're going to tell me that I'm, I, and i and i don't take drugs okay and i was totally sober i hadn't had a drink i was thinking <laughs> what, what if we're computer games and someone made us i'm oh, just I saying but you need to do a human sample after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just putting it out there, man. If we could make games that are the size of universes, I don't know. It's gonna be no Man's Sky, and that's a real game. I'm not just talking fluff. To be fair, have you ever played Metal Gear Solid Five? And I feel like that game is a masterpiece. Yeah, shouts to the, all the people behind that, um, Hideo Kojima and, and, and the gang. That game is a is a masterpiece. Put your name up to show that you're a serious gamer. And it is, yeah, I'm a serious gamer. I, I, I had to prove that. I had to silence the critics. Yeah, shout out to nah. Joe, what's his, where does he eat? Where does he chill? Where does he stay? Yeah. <laughs> Probably think fuck what you already plays Mario Kart. Yeah. No, I'm a real serious gamer. I'm, <laughs> I'm all about that life. So this game is absolutely huge. And I mean, in a sense of when you jump on the the, uh, the the back of the horse, the the, the main protagonist, big boss, you jump on a horse, mm. you can literally go anywhere within reason. Yeah. And it just looks like they've taken, it's set in Afghanistan, but they've taken the real scope of Asca- Afghanistan and put it into the game. So the whole universe aspect, I mean, like you're only really constrained by the the hard drive and the megabytes on the on these systems. So depending on how big your operating space is, I'm sure you can make games which have a universe size because I swear that 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 new GTA that's out now that's supposed to be real big. It's massive. The, it's massive. It's supposed to be yeah. You can go a- anywhere and everywhere. All right, but it, all is, right. It, is it based on a real city? Um, what No Man's Sky? No, uh, the, uh, um, GTA. Yeah, it's got elements of LA in it. So like, if you, okay. if you know like LA, it's got uh-huh. bits of LA in it, man. So yes. Yeah, so is it is it basically Los Angeles put into the game? You know what? Some street. parts of it, like Santa Monica. If you ever gone Santa Monica, some parts of it are like yeah. GTA. I'm not gonna okay. lie. Literally, uh-huh. 
I mean, I was there thinking, oh, if I saw a nice car, could I just hop in it, pull the guy out? And just... <laughs> I thought, no, nah, I won't do that because I don't want to get three stars right now on my holiday. But like, <laughs> no, seriously, like it's it's uh, it's crazy. But like with games like this, No Man's Sky, it's like, to go, Funk, I know you'll check it out after I speak to you because like in this, yeah, 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 definitely. In this <clears> game, in No Man's Sky, you can you're on a planet, so you could walk around the planet. It's planet sized, okay. So how long would it take you to walk around Earth? you know years whatever you can do that but you can get in your spaceship and then take off and fly to another planet like if you're on a planet and you see something in the sky like a moon yeah you can fly <clears throat> to that moon no loading screen mm. nothing like that i think the way they've got it working is they you know what billy let's put a link up on Acast. uh let's just let yeah. people look at, at no man's sky because it's it's gonna be so you can check that out a game the changer. thing the, the thing i thinking about marcus is though when you're going at games on that level with that way of thinking mm. you're kind of removing yourself from the commercial aspect of what you are supposed to be doing as a games maker or what i've seen as games makers because i've always seen games as setting you up for the series yeah so that you play one to clock it to play the next one to clock it to play the next one if you're making a game the size of a galaxy man you ain't clocking that for the next millennium so yeah. where does the, 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 the commercial aspect from these games, the, the resale value, okay. how do you buy into the franchise? No Game Sky. No one ain't going to see no, games, no, no Man's Sky number two. Do you know what? That's a good point. But you know, you know what they're doing with loads of games now, like with um, The Division? They've got all like um, the add-on packs. So you could buy yes, stuff, yeah, or they could do yeah, in-game currency, right. or like buy another galaxy exactly, online. Yeah, or there's a yeah, or you probably buy stuff. They could yeah, they probably buy stuff of each other. There could be like a a new type of rocket launcher that comes out that gives you you know warp seven instead of warp five. Yeah. Everyone would be like, yeah, man, I'll, I'll meet you over in that galaxy. Oh, I won't be able to get there for another forty-five minutes. Why? Uh, I've only got warp five. Everyone would be like, ah, you need to get that warp seven, <laughs> bro. What? You only got warp five? All right, slow coach. See, I don't know, but like there'll be different. Well, maybe after. Maybe you have to put yourself to sleep in a cryogenic chamber until No Man's Sky number number two comes out. <laughs> Five five hundred years yeah. later, it's mad. But I don't know games like that. I don't know how people are gonna. That like, I think the whole purpose of it is to explore. And I think it's. I think you start from the outside of the universe. You have to get to the center, which will take a while. But mm -hmm. it's about exploring planets and stuff like that as well. I don't know what it's, what's yeah. going to happen. I know it's going to be a deep game. Uh, I need to finish Fallout Four before that game comes out because Fallout 4 is a big ass game that's another big game isn't it big mm. game um, anyway yeah very, speaking of games I've got a little big. app um, I'm, I'm getting myself prepared for, for a killing a, a, a kind of like a outdoors bit of time killing that we're going to be doing on the show which I, I can't wait to tell you about real soon probably okay. in the next okay. episode I downloaded this game called Bomb Squad yeah because um, it's a free app I like to mm -hmm. I like to think Frank I'm not going to lie I like to think that when I watch television, I watch things like, you know, when I used to watch The Wire or when yep. I watch like shows like... Classic. Um, yeah, oh, classic. Or when I watch like NCIS or when mm -hmm. I watch like those sorts of shows, I like to think, you know what? I could do that. I'll be a wicked mm -hmm. detective. And, you mm -hmm. know, I'll be that guy that like, you know, could defuse a bomb. And that's why this game called Bomb Squad's, uh, bomb Squad's sick because um, you basically practice defusing bombs in this game. I don't know how real it is, but to me it feels real. Like I've been cutting red wires. <laughs> I've been like, I've been like using transponders to cancel out like certain, you know, frequency. Oh, it's been sick. So, um, yeah, man, that's what I mean. I think I'm, all, I think I'm qualified to, to defuse bombs right now. Probably not. Wow. But yeah, man. In so. the current, in, in the current climate of, of, of national security, I wonder how well that app's going to do, man. Cause everyone's a bit, 
hoity twitty with the whole bomb thing. Yeah, I, I remember. I, yeah, bro, very much so. I mean, I, I don't want to pull it out on the train and start playing it. Like, people just hear, dood, 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 and I'm sweating there thinking, ah, going to somebody, do I do the red or the white? The red or the white wire. And also, Frank, how many times did we say have to say bomb on a podcast before, like, the NSA is listening to this? Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to hear the words uh, bomb and butcher. <laughs> mad. Um, so, uh, yeah, that. And uh, also, um, I've been hearing some mad real life stories. Um, I, I present a bit on Children's BBC, uh, most likely. Yep. You're not a Children's BBC listener if you listen to How to Kill an Hour. And um, mm-hmm. we went to Newcastle for the premiere of a new show. And I was speaking this, to this comedian that died on stage last year, like... Wow. When I say a comedian dies on stage, everyone goes, yeah, that happens all the time, man. He didn't get a laugh. No, but this comedian actually, his name is Mr. Ted Robbins. He's a UK actor and comedian, does broadcasting as well. He's in like Coronation Street, and which is a big UK soap for us. He actually died mm. on stage. Like Crazy. Condolences the- to Ted Robbins and the family, man. But he was telling me the story, Frank. So that's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it gets deeper than that. So last year, on the first day of this tour, 2015, three minutes into his set, he was cracking a joke about prison, I think, because he was telling me a story. And what happened is he had fibrillation. You know those things are called defibrillizers? Yeah. They they defibrillize your heart. He was fibrillizing at the time, yeah? So he's basically, his heart stopped on stage and he just dropped on the floor. Yeah, and check this. A guy who is in the... That's um, why I, I love this world sometimes. A guy who got a last-minute ticket, his sister said, oh, yeah, there's a ticket, you know, uh, get a ticket, sit at the back. And then his sister was sitting VIP at the front, said, oh, there's a spare space, come and run down. So he, he wasn't meant to be there. He was sitting at the front, saw it happen. Everyone was going, oh, yeah, whatever, yeah, jokes, yeah, you fell on the floor. He went and did CPR on this guy for 15 minutes, pretty much pumped blood around his body until they got a defibrillizer and started his heart again. CPR's no joke, bruv. Like, they cracked 12 of this guy's ribs doing CPR on him. But the maddest thing about it is the guy survived and he's there telling me this story and I'm just there going, what the fuck? Like, really? That goes, is crazy. Yeah, and I was just sitting there, I was thinking, what a morbid like conversation to have. Because he's a comedian, obviously, he managed to end it with a laugh. Apparently, uh, when he was in hospital um, getting better, another comedian mate of his bought him some gifts, like some flowers, Lucase, grapes, yeah, magazines, yeah. and a bag of spare ribs. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. Bruh, Were they? Uh, was it so, salt and pepper? So, salt and pepper ribs. Salt and pepper barbecue ribs. <laughs> but I was just like, nah, crazy. But like, um, wow. But yeah, man, that's that's how I've been killing bits this week. Oh, and obviously Kanye West. Um, have you heard about Kanye West getting caught out for being a bit of a pirate? Oh, well, what's what's he done that? A pirate? What's yeah, he done yeah, that, yeah. man? So um, he put a little link online. <laughs> Kanye West took a picture and put it online. Um, yeah. Well, you know, basically, Kanye West is a... I was got to say, he's a big advocate of Tidal and legal purchase of music. Do you remember, like, he, he put out yep. an album out yep. on Tidal first, The Life of Pablo. Yeah. Um, it's exclusive to Tidal, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, exclusive to Tidal. But he put a tweet out... Well, so he said. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. He put a tweet out um, of his uh, music listening habits and stuff like that on Twitter. And everyone zoomed yeah. in on the yeah. picture and saw that he had been torrenting um, some some music software. Bro. No! <laughs> You're a producer, fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's a plugin called wow. Serum that he was trying to get. Apparently, it's like a couple hundred dollars. But what do you do? If you, like, what's, what do you think of that? Do you know what, yeah? 
for someone like Kanye, yeah, who's selling um, raggedy clothes for two hundred and fifty dollars, mm. he's got no business um, downloading illegal software. And I feel like that's I feel like that's always been the issue. I feel like the people that do it that kind of engage in um piracy and film whatever the the logical reason they could ever um give us an excuse is that they can't afford it yeah i don't know what kanye is saying and if even if he can't afford it i'm sure kim can buy it for him kind of thing even yeah. even northwest probably got more money than all of us to buy that software she can she can buy it with a uh, a, a bag of Watsits. No, baby's always eating Watsits in it. Them, them crisps. Yeah. Just... Smelly crisps. Crisps. Smelly crisps. Soft, crisps. soft crisps. Yeah. But, um, yeah. That's embarrassing, man. It is, isn't That's it? Embarrassing. It's, it's embarrassing from, for, for an artist like him who, who seems to champion the, the artist per se and to be doing that. Mm-hmm. Kanye. Kanye, man, but he did say he's fifty million, fifty-three million dollars in debt. Do you remember that? He said that a few weeks ago. <laughs> and then he asked, check this. He asked Mark Zuckerberg, yeah, the head of yeah, Facebook, for a loan. the owner, for a loan on Twitter. He tweeted it. Yeah. How are you gonna ask a man mm. who owns Facebook, yeah, the, for some money on his on the rival social media company Twitter? I don't know, man. That just, don't. Yeah. That's don't. The, yeah. Yeah. I see what you're doing there. You're putting it out in the because what he did was out in the open. If you ask a rich man for money like that, you know, he can afford it. What is this? You know I mean? Yeah, he needs to be wearing his his homeless clothing line and then asking for it because that's what it looks like as well. I don't want to. I don't want to go off on a tangent, but I don't get Kanye's clothing line. It just looks like homeless chic. Yeah, well, you know what it's yeah. like, innit? Some of that chic is just. Hey, let's be cool and you know, let's mm. try this out and you know, struggle clothes, you know, clothes to show. <laughs> nah, man. Nah, man. If I if I had money like that, I'd be in a suit a lot of the time. I'd be in yeah. a suit, or I'd be ripped. I'd get a personal trainer that got me so ripped that I'd just be walking around <laughs> my top back top. I'd be so you can rip the suit top. off. Yeah, yeah. Of course, man. No messing around. But um, <laughs> yeah. So how you been killing a bit of time this week, anyway, Funk? myself talking uh, keep it on the music tip i've been downloading the <laughs> programs <laughs> to produce yeah i've been doing the kanye no i've been downloading a app called discogs which i'm a big fan of and they've recently um made a service for the mobile users and the dj's producers and artists on the go and not just normal consumers because a lot of people use discogs for shopping per se and not just for um educating themselves on who made what and where and why but yeah, that's a great resource for that as well what is i personally discogs? what is discogs discogs is, is like discogs is like the 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 holy grail of music collectors it's just like everything is there it's not even like the british library it's it's, it's like something else it's like something that indiana jones would stumble across in the temple of doom just a just a just a cavern a cavern of treasure but in this in this uh place it's like the treasure is vinyl and mp3s and information and yeah so discogs is is just i believe the biggest database and collection of music and i feel like they sold what did they, i saw something the other day they sold something like six million vinyl last year or this year wow not this year sorry last year just gone but um Flip. 
again, that obviously alludes to the fact that the whole vinyl's dying. It's not really the case. Obviously, the numbers aren't as much as previous years, per se, because of the, the different formats kind of changing. But vinyl is doing very healthy. And one of the ways people are buying vinyl is through the Discogs website. So, really? So, yeah. So vinyl's, is it, would you say it's on the up again then? I think it's on the up because we've obviously gone into this this universe now where retro is cool and the 80s is hip and happening again. So everything associated with that time, I mean, you're going to have people buying cars with eight tracks in it soon, boy. No, we don't want MP3. <laughs> with, with, with space for orchestra in the back. Exactly. So everyone is trying to outdo each other with the whole retro thing. Someone's going to whip out their can in the string soon and say, yeah, this is my means of communication because I'm more retro than you. Yeah, so man. It's, it's, get, it's getting that way. Some of it's a bit silly. Some of it's because people don't understand that the, the reason for progress in technology, the, 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 the whole point of it is to make our lives easier. So when you're going back and picking something that's making your life hard just for fashion uh, purposes, it kind of defeats the, the whole point. And it kind of goes back to the whole vinyl thing. People moved from vinyl to MP3s and um, and um, and things like Serato and, and record box because vinyl became heavy in its in its bulk. If you're carrying loads of vinyl around, yeah. to kind of go back to that space is a bit redundant. But anyway, this Discogs app it allows you to access the library of their facility through your iPhone I think it's on Android as well so is it good for like so for example I like uh, uh, Craig David yeah yeah so Craig I can go David find, I can go, kind of go and find out every single tune that he's made like with this yeah the thing about Discord Discord works a bit like Wikipedia so it's up to either the artist the artist label or diehard fanatics to update the information on the artist so if someone likes Craig David but he's got lazy fans you might not find all his discography on there because they okay. can't be bothered to <laughs> they can't be bothered to update it and tell you what David's first dub plate track was in or his first white label or but the diehard fans can update that for you and and other fans get to verify the information a bit like Wikipedia you have um you have the uh, the administrators on there okay. who can kind of legislate as to whether or not the information you're putting up on the website is true or not so if I edit on wikipedia now and say there was a time where brucey was defeated by funk butcher in 1972 there will be a <laughs> there will be an administrator quickly there to take down that post and similarly it works the same for discogs so yeah, yeah. it's a great library resource based on the fact that not only do the administrators care about it but the consumers care about the 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 the, the quality and the validity of the information on it yeah, so yeah it's a, it's a bit like it's a bit like some of these um these gps apps where if there is a road change or a road name change or if there's a closure on the road it relies on the people who are actually driving to update that kind of thing so unless you've got some some real practical jokers on there putting wrongful information of tracks or road names then it kind of will bring down the quality of the of the site but this guy's got a really really good following good man are you, are you on there though are you on there yeah yeah i'm on there i've got my artists on artist stuff on there i've got my label stuff on there so it's good to kind of spread into these pla 
platforms, especially platforms such as Discord, which has a, a wide following, some people's uh, first um, uh, connection with my label may be through Discord as opposed to, I don't know, your iTunes or your Twitter. So it's not one to ignore from, a, from an artist's perspective. So any artists up there, just go on there to put all your, your information, your catalogs and all that. And then you can also put your aliases as well. All right. On that, I'm going to make sure of that, man. Cause, yes. Uh, it's all about being involved with that, man. Yeah, most yeah. definitely. Crazy, man. Crazy. Discs, og, disc ogs. I'm going to yep. be all over that. Uh, the thing I like about this, because you always go in there and you would be like, oh, I didn't know so-and-so was so-and-so. Because you get all the different aliases for your favourite acts on there for someone that's made something like years ago. Especially in the world of dance music. There's a lot of dance um, DJs and producers that kind of move between different pseudonyms over the years and you'd be surprised as who's in the charts and they've probably done stuff years ago so right so that's how you is that how you've been using it lately then it's sort of like right, i wonder who's here or i wonder who's there and yeah sort of, not, like, not even just use it like that yeah so i would use it in the sense of if i like an act i might go into discogs and find out if he made other stuff under a different name so that's always a good one and then you can just like it's it's just the the crate digging in the in the modern world you're not physically crate digging anymore in the record shops this discogs is um the crate digging in the in the in the virtual sense yeah and shout out to all the silly people that say vinyl's better nowadays yeah not if you've got to carry 200 bruv in fact <laughs> if you think vinyl's better why don't you come carry my vinyl for me yeah okay i wrote with about ten thousand tunes you can carry all of that for me into the club yep, next time. yep yep it's just silly, not practical silly silly people plus uh Plus, vinyl doesn't always sound better than CD, bro. Nah, but I guess that's the whole um, association with it, that, that, that sentimental attachment to that aesthetics of the, the acetate and the, 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 that crackle as you put the needle on it and all that stuff. That's what these vinyl heads are, are, are more attached to. What they want. Rather than... Yeah. Yeah. No, no, actually, you know what? I'm... I'm, yeah, I'm I'm trolling now, but like I don't, I don't see car drivers that like classic cars saying, "Yeah, I love my car with scratches all over it." I love the way that when I start up the engine goes. But the thing of that is, you know, do you know the one thing I've heard over the over the years of producing? Sometimes um, a lot of producers say sounds and tunes can sound too clean. Yeah, they think to yourself, what does that mean? It's just like have you ever been into a, a house, been looking at a house. Or- seen someone's house on tv but when they do those those that channel four program where they um they look at these these um new builds that architects have made and people turn around and say this house doesn't look lived in yeah um, it's like people want that little bit of mess or a little bit of imperfection because it makes it i don't know human there's something non-human about something being too perfect too rigid too clean so that's what vinyl, I think, goes back to that that era, that world. So people want their vinyl stuff. lived in. <laughs> yeah, or flawed or whatever. That's what they're mm. associated with. I hear that. I hear that. I don't know, man. I'm just like, it's it's uh, it's a cute thing to have. Do you know what? Or maybe this is why people are more sentimental as well, Funk. The fact that it cost about 10 times as much for a record than it did for a tune. So you, you could only get one with seven if, pounds or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe that's why. I, I, I mean, I, like, I mean, are you the kind of person that likes that misses the sleeves of tracks as well? Do you miss all that? 
Because that's, yeah, that's, 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 that's another part of the vinyl head. You know, we used to get the, used to buy the album and you used to have the sleeve in there, you used to have the, the lyrics in the back as well. Vinyl yeah. heads, they miss all of that stuff. Do you know so they're what? very, very, very I'm, sentimental creatures. I'm ripping vinyl heads, but I've got a big vinyl collection. But mm-hmm. I like, I used to like the smell. Yeah. I used to like the smell of my records. Does it even make sense? There's nothing to what, do with what, the tunes. What, 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 like, what's, your, what's your record smell of? Um, well, that, the dub plate smelled like acetate. That wasn't as nice a smell, but the actual vi- <laughs> the actual vinyls, the, it's the sleeves, isn't it? It's that it's that like cardboardy smell. I thought you were say chicken. The chi- yeah, chicken. Yeah, yeah, chicken yeah. What's vinyl. What's just a sauce? Yeah, for me, for me on pirate radio. Eating Why have they never chicken? done that? Why have they never done vinyls that like like smell of vision? Yeah, smell of, smell of music. Smell of vinyl. Smell of vinyl. Smell a good vinyl. That's a smell of good tune. <laughs> yes. Another another how to kill an hour idea. Last week they wanted to steal muk African meals off us. Yeah, muk fufu, muk jollof, and muk jollof rice. And then this week we've got um, I forgot what I just said. What was it called again? <laughs> Is that good? <laughs> Sm- I don't know. Smelly smelly music. But yes. Anyway, disco. Mella vinyl. Mel- smell of vinyl. Smile. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna get on that, man. I'm gonna get on that. Um, so yeah, what's been happening in the world this week? So Apple, um, Funk, have you heard about Apple's sort of ongoing issue they've had with the FBI trying to get get them to make a backdoor in iPhone so they can get all the information out? Yeah, I've been like, this has become like world news and obviously it ties into the whole security uh, thing, which has been going on for oh, God knows how long since they, they, the work, they gave us the dial up. Everyone's been kind of been worrying about the security 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 but it's it's never ending but i've had a, a butcher's yeah. at the whole apple thing um this week yeah it's but, uh, to do with that san bernardo's case isn't it like the uh, sorry bernardino's case where there's thing is though mm-hmm. we'll talk about where, where where it came from first like because mm-hmm. f- like the reason that the fbi apparently asking for it is that somebody well there was a shooting where 14 people died the FBI yes. have the shooter's phone, but the phone has mm. a passcode on it, so they can't get into it. So apparently the FBI, that's the reason the FBI are asking them to create a backdoor t- to get into these phones. But- Tell them to bring it down to um, Ilford Market, man. I know a man down there, a locker phone boy. If you- <laughs> no, listen, <laughs> FBI, if you listen, I got you, man. I got you. <laughs> you got boss man. Boss man from Ilford Market can boss do that man. for you. Yeah? Yes. Yeah, boy, they tell you come back in half an hour. That's the same. Quick turnaround time, <laughs> FBI. Don't be worried with Apple. Jeez. So that's what they need to explain. Come down yeah, to Ilford man. Market. Yeah, East Ilford London. Market, yeah. yeah. Got you, man. Nice you up. But um, I don't know. How would you feel, though? Seriously, if it was someone that you knew that was one of the people that got shot. Yes. And... It was either you have security in your phone forever and ever, uh-huh. or you risk uh-huh. security in your phone and the FBI can catch the person that did it. Maybe. How would you? Well, I heard. That? Okay. Well, this is the thing. Obviously, I could answer your question, but you, 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 you can't answer that question because then it becomes very emotive. Yeah. And this situation, you have to separate yourself from it. You have to be like, have your game head on because this isn't a yes for that one phone. This is a yes for all phones. And that's what the problem is. Yeah. This is what they this is what the FBI are trying to kind of be like, oh, trying to run game, slip in there, the CIA trying to slip in there so that they can have this master key lock to all the iPhones, not just now, for the ones that are going to be created, iPhone 7, 8, 9, 10. Do you know what I mean? And that's, 
that's quite a, a scary thing. I mean, even now, I mean, I'm not one of those tinfoil hat wearers that are scared of, oh, they're watching us, they're watching us, like Mulder and Scully kind of thing. But you don't want to make that intrusion of privacy easier for some of these institutions, these, these, these agencies, because not all the people that work in these agencies have good intentions. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Well, they're people. If there, are exactly. bad, if there are bad people in the streets, there's bad people yep. in the FBI offices or the MI6 offices, there's got to be bad people. Exactly, exactly. It kind of reminded me, I was watching a film last year. Um, um, I didn't download it like Kanye, but I was, I was watching the last film, uh, film last year called yeah, Legally Black. Kanye. Yeah, yeah, Kanye. 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 Yeah. It's Damn, a thing called Kanye. a cinema, Kanye. Yeah, <laughs> but um, no, I, I got this on uh, DVD, this film called Black Hat. And it's about, um, it stars, um, yeah, see, it got Thor in it. Thor's yes. in it. Thor, yeah. What's his name? Um, Chris uh, Hunter. What's his name? Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Go yeah. On. So Chris Hemsworth is in there and he's basically, he's, um, he's still kind of got that, that, that four character. Like, I don't know why they, they use him because as <laughs> I believe, <laughs> as I, as I believe it, a lot of the, hackers are kind of geeky and nerdy but i guess he's fighting those stereotypes diversity in hollywood and all that so chris <laughs> chris hemsworth Hems- hashtag nerd so skinny yeah nerd so skinny so chris hemsworth is this hacker and he's kind of working for the fbi to catch this terrorist who's breaking into security systems to kind of like manipulate the stock markets and all that kind of stuff mm. so i guess it kind of ties in with that aspect of what the FBI could use it for. They could not only use it to catch terrorists, but it's multifaceted. They can go at these people who are trying to hack into big companies and mash up the oil reserves and mash up this. And so it, it, it like what the FBI are saying is used for. I feel like that's just a distraction because they could use it for many things. But the thing that obviously doesn't sit well with me is that un. Um, condolences to obviously the people that died at the the San Bernardino um, case but this isn't the first shooting and it's one and it probably isn't the only shooting that involved a shooter with a gun it's it's it's, it's like um the so people get it if they have a backdoor to one phone if they write if Apple write a backdoor into in into a phone which even only Apple had the key for for example the FBI had the key for someone out there would hack it like and it's of course hackable. A backdoor is a backdoor. Do you get yeah. me? If, if I told everyone the backdoor to my t- to my house was locked, but everyone in the world tried to get in, someone would get mm-hmm. in eventually. You get me? Um, so yes, yeah, like it's, it's. I think it's from the FBI's perspective. Yeah. They, if the FBI want, I think this is the thing as well. People need to understand. Yeah, if the FBI wanted to get into your phone, they can get into your phone anywhere. Mm. I think they just want to get into your phone under. Uh, under Legally. a illegal presence. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So, so do you think it was like when they were? Um, when you couldn't detain hostages and treat them badly, it's called the Geneva Convention. That, yeah. So is mm-hmm. it, am, am I right, Frank? Am I right? Yeah. Is that the, the yeah. Geneva Convention? Yeah. So yeah. it's when they, countries started using terrorism acts to get around that and mistreat people and torture them and treat them in certain other ways. Do you think it's not, only, well, it's not like that, but they're not torturing phones, but do you think it's that sort of case where you, you say that there's like such a problem that they should be allowed allowances to, to take advantage of this data, but once they have the keys to it, they can sort of say, oh yeah, well, we needed to do it. We needed to yeah. do it. Yeah. I mean, to, to be fair, the only thing stopping any government of the world is legislation. So the way you get around that is that you change the legislation. So that's what they're trying to do. They're just trying to change the legislation and be like, well, 
like the door of the club says that no shoes allowed so the only way i can get into the club is if you change that and make it shoes allowed so that's what they're doing they just go into every club and we're saying okay well shoes allowed shoes allowed shoes allowed and they're walking in kind of thing so mm, interesting that's 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 all they're doing but realistically the guy that um is wearing shoes and can't get into the club i.e this fbi um uh, the, the metaphor for the fbi they're so big and hench they run past the dormant anyway so they're only doing it as a formality do you know what i'm trying to say that it's mm. like, okay i just want to play by the rules kind of thing but who's really going to stop the fbi in the united states yeah well you know what you're right though you know because with legislation um apparently there's been another case which was similar uh, it's mm. a drug it was a drug trafficking case in new york and a judge said that the government can't force apple to use law enforcement to break encryption on the iphone for that drug case so they can't do it on the drug case I'm not saying it means they can't do it on a shooting case, but it means that they're less likely to because um, mm. they said, nah, for this drugs case, you can't, you know, get all these details um, and hack a phone. So it's like one step towards them not doing it. So you're right there. Legislation there has stopped that from happening. It's mad. And to be fair, I, I, I'm, I'm looking at it like this. I don't believe the FBI have not hacked the phone or looked into the messages of someone like, I don't know, Julian Assange, yeah. like the, Wiki, the WikiLeaks guy. People that are considered um, maybe national security risks, they yeah. probably have looked into their phones anyway without this legislation being in place. So, I don't know. Where there's a will, there's a way, man. If there's enough exactly. people watching you, they will find something. Definitely. Trust levels are low. Not like yours, though. When I say yours, not you, Funk. You, the listener. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> they carried out this test at the Georgia Institute of Technology to see how us as humans trust robots with our safety. Georgia! Georgia! <laughs> 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 so they're testing how we um, uh, trust robots with our safety in potentially life-threatening situations. So here's how they did this, yeah. They've okay. got 30 subjects. Mm-hmm. Um, maths, English. And that was a bad joke. They've got 30 people. Um <laughs> And they started out the test by follow, by getting them to follow a robot down a hallway into a room where they were asked to fill out a survey. Then they set off a fake smoke alarm and a fire alarm. So it was like there was a, a, a fire in the hall outside. The robot okay. then went to lead them back through the back through a smoky path down to a so down a new smoky path and towards a door that they'd never seen before. All the while, all the people had to do was get up and walk back the direction they came from which was very clearly marked exit apparently 26 of the subjects out of 30 followed the robot while two stayed in the room and the other two because that's 28 the other two just got kicked out for some reason i don't know they're probably messing around but do we trust technology too much that is very interesting it's very scary as well um like like like, what would you do would do you think you'd follow the robot i might you know yeah I, I don't think I can say hand on heart, I wouldn't. I think it just comes down to the fact that if any information coming from a computer or, or a computer source, we give a lot of trust to. Yeah. And I feel like whether it's social media, whether it's stuff that you see on Google, this robot is kind of like in that family of things. So if yeah. this robot is saying something, it kind of exists as one, like one of those things disseminating information to you. you, you you're not going to question it. And I feel like that's because we live, I mean, us, us, our generation have kind of come up with the idea that computers are smarter than us. So therefore a, a computer's knowledge is greater than our knowledge. And a, so when 
someone has created an AI or a robot or even a calculator. Remember the days when you used to have maths, you used to take calculators into your, your maths uh, GCSE exams and the yeah. calculators used to, used to give you the answer. Yeah. And then the human used to work out the answer. There will probably be more trust in the calculator's answer than, you know what I mean? Provided you put in the sum right, there was more trust in the calculator's answer than the human's answer. <laughs> so I feel, <laughs> and I feel like that's just the culture we've been brought up in, whereby a robot, a computer, anything like that has, is, yeah. is, has, has, has a kind of like a binary system. So it's either going to be right or wrong. It's never going to try and trick you or mislead you. You know what? In fact, I think that test might have been a setup, yeah? Because that's like kind of skewed results because we're always taught to listen to, to, to robots. So like, for example, there's traffic, take a left here, even though we yeah. don't know that that's our normal route. Sat nav yeah. might say to do it. Yeah. And furthermore, we're kind of told to ignore what our... um what our instincts are like during a fire you just want to run out but there's always yeah. something saying like a, a robot or a voice or a recording saying please do not run walk yeah. slowly so obviously you're going to presume that the radio's got at uh, the radio the robot has got fire settings and it's leading mm. up so yeah. Yeah, i don't i don't know i was like going into this thinking is this the beginning of skynet <laughs> sarah Connor. Um, yeah. like, but, is this a sign of the future? Could it yeah. be leading us to our impending doom? Could we be the yeah. first of the robot slaves? Yeah. Well, coming back to that, my 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 my, my choice film of the Millennium Matrix. Yeah, that was the whole basis of the storyline that humans had been had the one up put on them by robots. Right. It wasn't a case of the robots were playing fairly. The robots' AI was so sophisticated it learned how to be calculated in its its response to war. So. This is kind of like a robot version of the robot being down and chucking sand in your eye. It's like robots aren't supposed to do that. Robots are supposed to be fair and wait till they get up and wait for you to pick up your weapon. But I mean, if you, if you give, if you give robots the attributes of humans and, and humans can be anything from fair to unfair, then you're going to, you're going to, you're going to get that in a, um, uh, a machine. And I feel like people believe that robots are these, things that you when you put them in a setting a controlled setting or a, um, a setting with with ethics like like a game of chess mm. that they're going to adhere to the rules of chess no one expects a robot to cheat at chess yeah but sooner or later they're going to they're going to factor that in kind of thing i mean even do you know um with recent football games i love yeah. my football games fifa 16 they were thinking of putting in things like handball and the ref not um, picking up on certain things as well. I thought because, that really happened because there's certain times in, in FIFA where there's fouls that go down and the ref doesn't see it. Is that a glitch exactly. or is that probably I don't think that's a glitch. I think that's the AI showing you the the flaws that are happening in humans. So that, But that's now being reflected in robots. So, I mean, I'm pretty proud when I'm driving and, and the car's turn left. I'm like, that's not the way home. Shut up, man. And I ignore the, <laughs> and I ignore the, 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 and I ignore the GPS because I feel like that's good. I'm not a sheep here. I'm not a sheep here. I'm not a sheep. I haven't fallen into that world of like everything that comes out of this, this machine is showing me the quick, the quickest route. I even, qu I even query when, um, I don't know the route is the route that is telling me the actual correct route I'm going to. Do you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. then you're, you're completely lost. Yeah. I'm, I'm the opposite. You know, I just let, I let, I let Google maps do my thing. Really? Even, even hack my Google Maps and when I ask to go to Scotland, you're going to send me to, to, to Cornwall or whatever. But Well, here's the thing, yeah. Here's the interesting yeah. thing, Marcus, yeah. When the iPhone 
six came out. It had the operating system that came out with it. I think it was iOS eight or iOS 7. But basically, it came out with the new Apple Maps. And I think if you remember uh, correctly, yeah, Apple mm. at that time were in a dispute with Google. Yeah. So there was an Apple Maps and the Google Maps hadn't actually been installed on the phone. And I don't know if you remember, the Apple um, um, satellite navigation software oh, was an absolute mess. It was poor. You put in Nando's or you put in like your local, like a local <laughs> food place and it will try to send you to Spain. <laughs> Yeah, you know, but, what? It, I just, I but it just taught, yeah, it just taught people a, a, a harsh lesson that here's this thing that you've been so reliant on, and look, it, it's fooled you. You put too much emphasis and, and reliance on it, and it sent you to uh, Madagascar. So, oh, man, but Funk, I don't want to read maps, man. Yeah, I don't want to read a map. Who Listen, shout out to the, shout out to the old school. I'm, I've got my hand in the air. Shout out to the old school crew, yeah, that have driven and used an A to Z. Salute! Oh, Salute to I've used A to Z where I've gone to the, the index, go, uh, page 320, flick to flick, <laughs> and I've got, and I've, <laughs> and I've used the axis as so A, A, A8, go down, find a square, and I've driven like that, man. And I'm still mm-hmm. here. I'm yeah. not in the, I'm not in a Bermuda Triangle, I'm not in a, a parallel dimension. I'm, do you know what, yeah? Certain times we've made things so easy for ourselves but that means that we've put the reliance on another aspect of life which is these robots as soon as these robots are going to wake up they're going to they're going to come alive in our houses these androids and just start laughing and yeah but shouldn't we be using these things to like make bigger progressions like leaning like standing on the shoulders of giants yeah shouldn't we Mm -hmm. do that with our technology like shouldn't we shouldn't instead of me having to learn that's like me that's like someone with a map like um, i don't know who invented maps but that's like yeah. going back a hundred years and saying look at you reading maps yeah look at you yeah. reading maps why don't you just put your finger it's lick your finger and put it in the air like me find out where the wind's coming from <laughs> calculate what time of day it is by looking at the sky takes out a rock with a stick in it and goes look this is my, this is my um my sundial i've also got a compass in my other hand what the hell are yeah. you using this map for i don't know i just feel like sometimes you know you should lean into technology a bit definitely and i feel like technology i don't mind leaning into technology and Certain times I used to beat myself because I, w- I want to be like Bear Grylls. I wanted to be that kind of person when you're lost and you you lick the floor. You went, he went that way, kind of thing. I, w- I wanted to, I wanted to have that skill set where you walk into the bushes and you look at the broken twig. You went through here, kind of yeah. thing. Like I wanted to have that skill set, but I understood that if you can't, it's always easier to rely on. Oh, let that thing do it. Let that robot do it. Let that robot tell me where to go. Or, do you know what I mean? Rather than follow the North Star, kind of thing. Like. All this has, we've made this mess for ourselves. Mm. So when, the, when, when it comes to the stage in, in 3022, when the robots say, aha, we know everything. You can't do nothing. You can't cook. You can't clean. You don't know where you are. That's it. Let's get them, boys. Kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think they, de- they devise their takeover? They think all the robots in the world will go, toilet robots, at the end of the month, <laughs> we will not replace the toilet roll. Listen, they all the cause... The world will go ape shit. That's a pun. There will literally be ape shit everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. We will be apes. This is the thing, yeah? That is no different from when when you watch Planet of the Apes, that's mm. just us, but we're the apes and then the humans are the robots. So that's the film in the future. Kind of us trying to fight the robots. How do you mean? 
So the Planet of the Apes story is apes against humans. Right, 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 right. But in the future, all it's going to be is us as the apes in the apes position against okay. the robots right. trying to get our trying to get our independence. Right. But right. yeah, I can see it. I can see it. I can see. Yeah, it. Do you know they've always they've, they've always said though that the next war, the next war, so to speak, the next threat is going to be a cyber one. So it's not going to be between like there's all everyone's obviously kind of like um, um, forcing, trying to force each other's hand with the right. one nation against one nation or whatever. Yeah. But the reality is that the the the, the biggest the bigger threat that no one can see is AI. I saw, I saw, yeah, I watched, I watched something on Sky News like last year. It said that AI is getting to a stage where it can be very dangerous. So what are we going to do then when it gets that danger? Or do we have to prevent it now? I feel that like things like the plug should have been pulled a long time ago. But if you're giving something the ability to think for itself, then sooner or later you're not going to be able to control that thing because that that thing is being created to a stage where. When you when you do pose the question of, do you want to listen to me? It can turn around and say no. Wow. So the the the, the worst thing about technology is what we think is the best thing about human race consciousness and being able to make a decision. Mm. Yeah. That is yep. so. I just I just I think yep. I just actually said the deepest thing in my life. <laughs> the thing that we're That's scared you of doing to technology is what we're doing. And to be fair, we're not really doing the best job at world mankind, are we? At sort no. Of, um, keeping things in check wow and i promise actually you know what we mean front got a bit deep there i promise we've got something lighter coming up right after this coming yeah break many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey they can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Numskull.co.uk, take the games and movies you love and turn them into epic, epic garments. They linked up with us at How to Kill an Hour to give away some of their new range from Tom Clancy's The Division game. Yep, and that's right. We're giving you a chance to win. Give you a chance to win a Division console skin for your Xbox One or PS4. A Division mug for your tea, coffee, juice, or government juice. What's it called? H2O. You haven't been shopping yet? Yeah, you can put that in there. A Division T-shirt and to cover the top half of your body. I don't know why you want to wear it like a sarong. Shout out to David 
with Beckham. If you want to wear around your, your midriff, it's up to you. But normally, the Vision T-shirt goes over the top of your head. To be in a chance of winning all of that, all you've got to do is go to howtokillanhour.com forward slash win. Once again, that's howtokillanhour.com forward slash win. Win. You win. Win. <laughs> you win. Um, so, yeah. Um, Oral-B. Massive toothbrush company. In the UK, I know that's the case. Probably across the world. Yeah. They've made a smarter toothbrush than I think. Are they the global? They got, I thought it was just. I thought it was just a UK thing, man. I don't, I'm not sure. I'm just. You know, we got some LA okay. listeners and some East Coast listeners, so mm-hmm. I don't know. We just got to keep it uh, international. Um, this new Oral B toothbrush, actually, it's kind of good actually. After speaking about what we just spoke about, it's called the Genius. Yeah. It's got a location <sighs> tracker in it, a timer, a speed oh, adjuster. Um, oh, hold up! <laughs> so. <laughs> This Oral B has a tracker. So in case someone breaks into your house, goes past a safe, mm-hmm. goes past a Mercedes Benz and takes your toothbrush here, you want to be able to find this sucker. Yeah. What? I'm just saying what it's got in it. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's got an accelerometer in it as well, which detects the angle and tilt of the brush. I, can, I understand that. That makes sense. But um, this is how it works. So this should be even scarier for you, Funk. Yeah. It's very impressive, all of that. But when you couple it okay. with a smartphone, yeah, which is cradled on a mirror, oh a front-facing camera, it can detect where your teeth are and where your toothbrush is in relation to your gnashes. So it can work out where you brush your teeth. It splits your face into six segment diagram highlights and it lets you know, highlights where you've brushed and where you need to brush more. Cue face palm. Cue face palm for the people out there that need GPS to find their teeth in the morning, yeah? <laughs> like... I don't, I don't, I don't know what kind of teeth you must have them like them gerbil teeth that you can't find properly, man. How the hell could you not find your teeth? And how the hell did? <laughs> but you know what is good, yeah. Sometimes I know you've got some uh, listeners globally, yeah. Yeah, and, and I'll be interested to hear whether you're you're on the metro, you're on the London bus, and you you're, you're bumping into people on the morning commute to work, yeah. Now there's an app to tell you whether or not the person in front of you has probably brushed their teeth. That's what the app I want. I want the app to tell me whether the person next to me has brushed their teeth. So you want to hack everyone else's app? The breath. Yeah. I want the, the Oral B reverse genius hacker to tell me if the sucker next to me, yeah, has brushed his teeth because it don't smell like it. Uh, or you could have anonymous DM so you can just DM somebody at work. Or like, <laughs> if they've got smelly breath and send it to the app and it says like, yes. bloom, bloom, five people have said that you have halitosis today. Please brush your tongue harder. That's technology. That's, see, the way we're thinking of it, we, you, this is practical application, Funk. This is what I'm saying. You need to be able to send that message instantly and say, um, yo, bruh, you need to up your accelerometer th- yeah, this like, morning. <laughs> yeah, man, you need to be like, hey, man, your accelerometer ratings aren't really that high on your toothbrush today. And I can tell, bro, you need to hit that 30 miles an hour. <laughs> Or you can actually tell them about where in the six segments they've got spinach in their teeth. He's uh... <laughs> sector one spinach. <laughs> Shit, that's some madness. Do you know what? I'm just thinking, what? But is this, is this necessary though? This is what I'm trying to say. Is this technology going to a point where it's, it becomes useless? Is this really making life um, easier, or is it just an? Uh, yeah, it's just a non-entity. Why would you need? a location tracker on a toothbrush. I, I just, I just think... Uh, answers on the back of a postcard, kids. Yeah, I just think <laughs> that maybe, maybe we're in a, in, in a situation in life where 
people where oral hygiene is that bad or maybe teeth toothbrush like what the hell do you come up with next like think about it. if i had the pressure from oral b like hey we need to make a new toothbrush because everyone's bought our old one we've got toothbrushes that use sonic power we've got toothbrushes that do all this sorts of stuff what do we do next and someone goes hold up hold up hold up hold up hold up accelerometer yeah let's have that let's have it let's have it you see how snapchat uses like tracks your face to do filters let's use that technology for your teeth and it's just because they can I don't know. That, that's the only have you ever wondered? Have you ever wondered why, as well, you don't get um, a toothbrush set? At, you should probably sell this at Christmas for your, for, your, for your loved ones. You get a t- not to say your loved ones have got yellow teeth or anything, but if you wanted to get your loved ones an oral be gift set, maybe they should devise something that's got like it looks like a, 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 a drill, a black and decker drill set. So you have the oral be toothbrush with all the different heads there. So if you've got big teeth, <laughs> if you've got if you if you've got if you've got buck teeth. If you've got them, if you've got them, uh, um, them fangs, yeah, you've got the, the different attachments for the different heads. No one's ever done that. No one's ever done that. On a drill bit. And I feel like, yeah, on the drill, no, for the toothbrush, drill bit. So you you open up the gift set box and it's got all the different heads. Oh. Of, yeah. So it's got all the different heads that you can attach your, so, ah, my teeth are, are, are extra yellow today. Let me use, um, this. <laughs> Let me use the F5 Hurricane <laughs> attachment. Yeah. Uh, man, this is nuts. I, I, I'm not sure what, what... I don't know if I could buy that for a family member without getting a slap. And also, like, what else could be smart next? You reckon there could be a smart brush? For the hair? Yeah, or a smart sponge. One with an accelerometer yes. in it that says, listen... Um, and also a, a GPS in it that says, listen, you didn't do enough rep- uh, scrubs down low today. You've got a date. It's yeah. Night Friday. You need to make sure you... <laughs> Hit some extra scrubs and also um, the soap sensor Yo, in it didn't feel enough soap. You used too much water, so you need to f- throw some extra soap down there. Your pH balance is off kilter down south. Can you, <laughs> can, you can you please can you please make another attempt at washing the never regions? You get you get a message alert. It's synced to your iPhone. And your iPhone's like, huh? You go, you, you, you swipe down on the iPhone. You swipe down. Could you please, you please return to the bathroom? Your pH balance down below is off kilter. And it has, a, it has an exclamation mark afterwards. Yeah, and an emoji, a stinky poo emoji. Wow, you could use um that on toilet paper, GPS toilet paper as well. Please wipe wow. front to back. Please wipe to front back. to back. Oh my gosh, that's nuts. Uh, what else could there be out there, Funk? Seriously, though, like technology-wise, I mean, you think this is getting ridiculous, but I, I can, um, I've got actually. You know what I've got? I was actually surprised that this existed, and I bought this for fun. And and this might have existed for a long time, but I didn't realize you can get mm. scented loo roll. I've got scented toilet what? paper. My toilet paper's kind of got a lavender vibe to it. But who's smelling your butt anyway? Exactly. But exactly, <laughs> that's what I thought. Pause. But you know, I saw it and I thought I'd buy it, and I opened it up and I was like, smells fresh, but. Lavender ass. Yeah, got, so yeah, so, just so everyone knows, I've got lavender. My, my, my groceries are sponsored by lavender right now, just so everyone knows. Keeping it real out here. But, um, so I don't, I don't know, man. That, I, that's nuts for me. That's nuts for me. But maybe I, I wouldn't mind the GPS sponge, though. GPS sponge. I'm sure a lot of brothers in the hood want that brush. Some of the brushes with GPS, they want, they want a brush with extra waves in their hair. You know, a brush that gives you. <laughs> A brush or a do rag that can program the waves 
for the for the for the for the, for the night for the next day. So you can actually you can actually put in a setting. You put the do rag on your head, and then you get those waves the, the, the next day, whether they're two millimeters apart or five millimeters apart. You can actually program that in for your iPhone. Would you buy that though, a wave maker? No, nah, man. No, nah, my wave's natural. That's cheating. That's not like that's like that's like. So what's that man who done the Tour de France with the drugs? That's like that for the for the hair for the hair community. So you're likening you're name? likening a, a, a wave making machine to somebody who got ta- caught for taking steroids. <laughs> <laughs> so you've that's what it wave is. Making machine all those steroid of hair products. <laughs> all those products, yeah, are like steroids. Oh you're God. cheating. Nuts. You're cheating, man. Absolutely crazy, man. Anyway, uh, f- I know some people. That, I know some people that drag the comb horizontally across their no head. No way. Do people? Still yeah, do that? man. Yeah. The level of cheating is crazy now. Oh my gosh. There's a lot of Lance Armstrongs out there in the hair game. Shout out to all the Lance... Yeah, that's it. Lance Armstrong. Shout out to all the Lance Armstrong hair game people. Steroid hair. Hair steroids. Another thing on how to kill... (laughs) Another one. Another one. And another one. And another one. So yeah, if anyone wants to collab on that GPS sponge, I'm I'm down. I'm for it. And and Frank wants to make the steroid. He might have to make that... um, for hair competitions and stuff like that, barber competitions, yeah, you use that because you know, hey, those, those clean up, man, those synthesized waves. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, anyway, we've killed an hour. Um, we might have something special cooking up on the next episode, um, or we might drop it as a bonus depending on how much audio we get. But um, we've done it, we've done an hour funk, it's clean and tidy, already, yeah. real quick. And another one, another one, another one. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah man um, please don't forget to subscribe rate and comment on iTunes we'll big you up like we did at the start of the show uh, if you don't know how to yep. rate or comment us we put a link in the description just click that uh, I've been Marcus Bronzy at Marcus Bronzy on Twitter I've been Funk Butcher at Funk Butcher on the Twitter yeah, right uh, there are many ways to kill an hour out there but thank you for killing one with us yeah peace, peace. Uh, numscore.co.uk take games and movies you like turn them into epic garments they've hooked up with us at How to Kill an Hour to give away some of their new range from Tom Clancy's The Division game yeah that's right we're giving you a chance to win a console skin for your Xbox or PS4 a Division mug for you to drink tea, coffee, juice or whatever fluid you like to drink in your spare time out of it and also a Division t-shirt which usually Funk says you put over the top of your head and your arms out the side but to be fair once you get it you can wear it however you want to to be you tr- can swing it around your head like woo, woo, woo the lizard. Yeah, don't do that with a mug because you might let go and kunk, hurt someone. <laughs> to be in with a chance of winning all of that, all you have to do is go to howtokillanhour.com slash win. That's howtokillanhour.com slash win. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.